Who said there was good, bad, and ugly in marriage? I think it's all good. That's what I think. Better than all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a bad here or there. The only thing ugly about marriage is sin. Yeah. How disappointing is that? That we got to deal with sin in marriage. Let's talk about that on today's podcast. What started as a question, God, you created marriage. Can you make it work? Soon became a statement, God, you created marriage. You can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. I want to welcome you to another episode of Christian Family Life. We are nearing the 85 episode, guys. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're getting close. Mm-hmm. And so we are moving along. And uh, today we're just going to chat here a little bit about the one thing that enters marriage that messes it all up. Ugh. It's mm-hmm. a three letter word. Thank you, Adam and Eve. That's right. <laughs> Sin. 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 If, if only in, in all seriousness, <laughs> if, if we could just bring the perspective of Genesis 3 to all areas of life, I think it just lowers the bar where it needs to be. I don't think we lower the bar as it relates to our sanctification and our drive and our desire to be more like Jesus in every aspect of our life. But I think it does help us grasp that we live in a fallen world. And so there's a lot of good in marriage. There's a lot of good in life, but sin introduces the bad and the ugly. That's right. You know, in our resource to becoming one, we talk about some reasons that marriages fail. We don't give an exhaustive list, but there's six. And the one right in the middle, I mean, you got 50-50, you've got differing backgrounds. Those are things that can make it difficult. But the one that's like right in the middle in our book is the word selfishness. And that comes from from sin, man, just that ugliness about us. And then the other thing that I think often pops up in conversation when we are doing our study is because of sin, we often forget God's original intent. We're living in a fallen world and we want marriage to fit in our own way in this fallen world. When God wants us to go back to how he originally intended it to be and then thrive even in the midst of a fallen world and sin. Mm-hmm. So speaking of thriving in this fallen world, that's one of the reasons that we released this podcast and we have this content. So Tammy and Susie, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Favorite, favorite podcast to date interview that topic <laughs> yeah because okay. we we already know geo's favorite and yours probably. <laughs> which one is that <laughs> probably the same <laughs> and based on the statistics of our podcast many other people <laughs> yeah. oh yeah That's which true. one is it <laughs> why are you give me that look see <laughs> is it the key to a happy house is a happy spouse was that it? Sure. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget that, Gio. Never forget it. How how big is the box of the thing that I'm referring to the this message that Oh no, that's yeah, that's just my calendar beeping. Oh. I'm referring to that. Susie, you sent us a reel where someone did a box and they created all the different intimacy levels. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's good. Yes. Yep. I'm going to refer to it because it but, was good. Well, we just but good that. things come in small yeah. packages. 
We just did um, a series of podcasts on that. Yep. Spiritual intimacy, emotional intimacy, and then physical intimacy. But the physical, according to that box, is a small box. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> the largest box is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Then the next size down is intellectual. Then the next size is social. Then finally, physical. And... Mm. When you stack them with physical as your foundation, it's very shaky. That's right. It's a small box. Mm-hmm. It's um, not a good foundation. The, and the visual was pretty cool where he put the little box down first and then yeah. he started building up and he said, whenever you have a trial and you just nudge it, it falls all apart. Right. But if you go the other way with the spiritual being the foundation, which really is the, the, the driving force of two becoming one, is really to focus on our spiritual lives to strengthen our marriages. I think that, Timmy, do you have a favorite? I was gonna say something, but what's your favorite? I'd have to look at all them, all of them. Same. I think on a list, I'd have to just scroll through them, but. Um. <laughs> I think the ones that make me laugh are my favorite. Yeah. We the talk. ones that flow, I think, are always my favorite. But, yeah. um, it wasn't so on our list. There was one we had just started doing them on a regular basis, and we took the month of March and we focused on missions through marriage. For some reason, those are my favorite. I say for some reason. I, I know the reason, because if you're not getting it right at home, you're not getting it right anywhere. And so I think the great thing is that there's no way that we're going to record a podcast. There's no way we're going to do a training. There's no way we're going to go speak at a church. There's no way we're going to do premarital. There's no way we're going to do it. I mean, the list goes on and on of all the things that we're not going to do if we're not getting it right at home. And so that what we do at home and how we interact with each other can be this overflow as we look to share with others what God's word has to say about our marriage relationship and we get to be on mission. Mm -hmm. It's an exciting thing. I think that um, regardless of if it's positive or if it's negative, how you interact is going to overflow. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and we want good to overflow like, but that only comes if you're investing good and you are practicing, you know, surrender to the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. you can release that selfishness. And that's a daily, hourly, (laughs) minutely, you know, practice that you have to do. But you do, you, when when you go share this material, like with marriage Mm -hmm. conferences and podcasts and trainings, you want it to be an overflow and you want it to be a good reflection. And that takes work. Takes a lot of work, especially because when you're going to do those things is usually when you receive great opposition from the enemy. Yeah. I mean, that's for us. For sure. <laughs> and uh, we, this past weekend, we, uh, my daughter, Abby, uh, is getting married in three weeks now. Actually, uh, two weeks and like five <laughs> days. Anyway, and we were in the car and we went, uh, we did her bachelorette party and I went as well. Usually moms don't go to these, but I did because <laughs> I have a little two month old grandson that I was going to help with. And so, but we had the whole car ride there and back and we had such a great conversation. Um, one of my, my oldest daughter, Marissa's married and, um, she'd been, she's been married three years and, and it's so interesting to, to see that, 
um, she, like like the understanding that she has about uh, marriage. And one of the things that she said, and of course, everybody else in the car aside from me is not married. So Marissa, you know, has always kind of, you know, led the charge with her sisters. And I think that something that she said really struck me is she says, if if I could term it, you know, a rude awakening, <laughs> and I think a rude awakening in marriage is that she one one thing she said is thinking that your husband or your spouse is going to um, just love everything about you. <laughs> you know, like it's not it's not that they don't accept everything about you. It's that they're going to love everything negative, positive, and they're going to fill every void, every you know empty space, and that. Mm. And, and that, like, only l- the Lord can do. But it was like one of those, and it just made me think, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the first lessons that we mm-hmm. learn, isn't it? We get married and we think, oh, my goodness, it's just going to be a continuation of dating and getting to know and, and all the beautiful, wonderful things that, you know, but then marriage just, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, you're not marrying your idol or, you know, you're not, that's. That's not that's not what your spouse is supposed to be for you. It's the the Lord is the one that is is going to fill and and when we, you know, intimacy is, I mean, like you know, just talking about the boxes and all the you know spiritually is is the number one. And when you're looking to your spouse to fill everything, mm-hmm. pressure. So right. We just um we just did uh, we're currently in a two b one class with some young couples mm-hmm. and um. Last night was the light bulb moment for some of them. We we talked them provision, and um, and the one person that answered a question was like, "It never dawned on me." First off, where the Bible says that God brought her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it's they called it the presentation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's pretty cool. That's a good word, right?" Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's God's presentation to us that this is exactly who needs to be in your life, and what we often say: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right? Yeah, rude awakening and all. <laughs> all of it and um but the person followed it up with um who am i to speak negatively about my spouse cuz honestly at the end of the day it's me speaking about god mhm mm-hmm. because god is the one that gave me the gift and he gives good gifts mhm and yes. Susie and I and you guys, we've we've said that this for years, right? Because we teach a class all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. so awesome to see somebody where they get it. Like the light bulb comes on and says, that's going to change the whole way that I treat my spouse. Instead of dumping the expectations on them, the unrealistic expectations, as you're saying, Tammy, yeah. let me take those off the table and love them um, with that agape love, mm-hmm. that sacrificial love. Thinking um, and 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 an act of worship to to God who gave that person to me. So one one action step that we would share with our listeners. We know that many of you are regular listeners, and we can't thank you enough mm. for tuning in each week to the podcast. Uh, we hope that the information that you get is uh, is relevant. Uh, we hope that the information you get is something that's practical that you can apply in your marriage, but always pointing you to God and his word. But hey, what's what's one thing we'd love for our listeners to do? Like if, if you could say to the person listening one thing, 
what would that be as we come up on what 85 podcast and look mm-hmm. to do 8,500 more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for me, it's it, the, the common denominator as we go through the 2B1 study, which is so enlightening, guys. I mean, Susie and I have done it for several years now, but it just, it doesn't get old. It just keeps getting better and better. Um, but the piece for me that just always jumps out is the piece of the Holy Spirit. Because I, I think we're always trying to change other people. Mm-hmm. And God says, that's not your job. Your job is for me to change you. And Susie says this often, let's stop pulling out the uh, magnifying glass and let's start pulling out the mirror. And I think if couples can get to that point, like where, where am I at in this? You know, what am I bringing to the table? Where am I in my walk with the Lord? If we can get to that point, it will transform the way you view your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's mine. So I grew up in a ultra conservative home and mm-hmm. the church that we attended, you know, hymn books, hymn books in hand and numbers and, you know, but there's a song that comes to my mind and I'm not going to sing it because I don't know. <clears throat> all of the lyrics in the tune, but it's called Look and Live. Remember that? No. I went Look to a Spanish live, church. My brother live. Look to Jesus now and live. I think that would be mm, yes. my point, mm. my my word of advice. Look to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Look to Jesus, look to Jesus, and then and then and then Jesus I think will bring your spouse to you. Like that's kind of theoretical and in, in thinking, but mm-hmm. instead of looking to your spouse, who undoubtedly, mm-hmm. because we ourselves will let one another down, look to Jesus, he'll never let you down, and then mm-hmm. have faith that your spouse is going to do the same, and then when that That's happens right. together, like, you're firing on all c- cylinders. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on that, Susie. Well, before that, Tammy, not to be confused with our Spanish list, listening audience, if your husband is named Jesus, that's not who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. right. We have a lot of Spanish-speaking people out there, so Susie, I just want to make Sorry, sure Tam. we clear that up. Sorry, Tam. You can look to Jesus too. <laughs> Jesucristo. Anyway, there you go. So, um, just kind of piggy, piggybacking on that, and looking to Jesus, but then don't be surprised at what the Lord, what Jesus asks you to do mm. and to be, um, to be your spouse's number one cheerleader. Mm. Like honestly, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I know you do, mm-hmm. but that is, that's God's gift to you and treasure it, you know, and there are things that might annoy you and that's okay <laughs> because by faith, I have things that and annoy there are you? things that I know annoy you, but I think that like that's just faith the faith the faith love that we talk mm-hmm. about and and that's probably one of my favorites if I'm going to go back to you know faith love is walking out mm-hmm. this um mm. this love that we freely receive not having deserved it and we walk it out and we love our spouse and we do things that would not come natural to us in the sense that you know sometimes we have to even if we don't feel like doing something, whatever that might be, serving them in some way, mm-hmm. but that it will always come back. I, I, I mean, the blessings are there, and I think that sometimes we just can't look at what the things of the world looks at because the believer lives their life differently and their mm-hmm. marriages look different mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the world. That's good. Can't take our cues from the world, Man, for sure. Those are good. I would say uh, the two words deepen and invest and deepen and invest in three areas. One is your relationship with the Lord. 
love God with every fiber of our being, heart, mm-hmm. soul, mind, and strength. Uh, love your spouse, deepen and invest in the relationship with them, and then deepen and invest in your relationship with others. Because if we're loving God and we're loving our spouse and we're loving others, then we're growing deeper in our walk with each one of those relationships and we're making an investment. And Tammy and I share often the greatest investment we make in our own marriage Mm. is the marriage that we make in others. And so with these the investment. The investment. What did I say? We shouldn't the be marrying marriage. other people, by the way. No. <laughs> we don't believe in that. <laughs> no. I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about my transition. <laughs> the marriage that we make The investment in that we make in other marriage. But no. I am his only wife. That's it. <laughs> One and <That's> only. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, that was good, guys. I mean, it, it's... Um, you go back and listen to our podcast. By the way, the number one most listened podcast that we have, you know what it is? What? Let's hear it. Ways to bless your spouse. Boom. Aww. Well, there you go. That's sweet. And outdo one another in showing honor. Yep. Thank you for listening and share this with your friends. Share this with other couples and hopefully it'll be a blessing as we continue to provide this content via podcast. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website, christianfamilylife.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.